now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 520th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my, uh, I guess, Gen 4 co-host. I don't know. There should have been something there. My Hisuian co-host, my Sinoian co-host. Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant and shining. (laughs) And shining co-host. Those are good intros. Yeah. Those are, those are too easy. Um, our Diamond and Pearl co-hosts. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's expecting brilliant. As you can hear, we've got our own Dr. Shamu. Hello. And as well as Linian. Hello. Here today, we are here to bring you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name the Royal we came up with in 2007. We talk everything here. Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Honestly, just the Pokemon company. We're excited to have a show t- for you today. We're going to talk um, about uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield today and nothing else. Uh, no new things happened. No, nothing happened. It, it is the only game that is uh, allowed to use, um, that we're, we're allowed to compete on, so I don't know what else we talk about. Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to talk more about this on the show, but. This is the show. Well, so obviously, well, we're going to talk about it more at the topic, but it, so, that. so the, uh, the communication features are like really not ready at all in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And I, I wonder if it's like a question mark as to like when they'll be ready. And I'm wondering if like they saw that writing on the wall back in August when they were, uh, when they announced that Sword and Shield were still going to be the competitive games. Huh. And they're just like, yeah, so we're just going to m- keep it Sword and Shield. <laughs> And not make it BDSP. Just in case this doesn't get solved. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm wondering. If Sword and Shield wasn't actually intended to be the competitive game and it was gonna be, it was gonna be Diamond and Pearl. I could see that. I think that's an interesting theory, a game theory, but I don't think it's, uh, what happened. Uh, I don't know. I mean, these games have obvious, like, they show signs of, like, obvious, like, not, I won't, I don't wanna say development issues, but, like, time crunch. Yeah. No, that and that's not even why I don't think we, this is not this is very quick, but like yeah. I don't I think they looked at it and went we don't want to have all of these generations just completely not represented in our stuff, particularly our newest thing in our competitive. So, we're just going to keep it on the other one. I think that feels more realistic to me. I don't agree with that only because the numbers have been dropping like crazy for VGC and without any kind of refresh they're going to continue to do that. Mm. And Honestly, the Pokemon from VDSP aren't the ones that are going to refresh the meta, let me tell you. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody that's missing that's in VDSP will come in and shake up the meta enough to cause any issues. Now, maybe maybe the Pokemon from Pokemon Legends Arceus will. Like, maybe Hisui and Zoroark's really cool. Or maybe uh, maybe Basculesion's really cool. Or I mean, this is also assuming that these come to, to Sword and Shield. Yeah. yeah, which is uh, a bold move. Only I like the only the reason I don't think it might happen is just based on like the really cool animations in BDSP. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like some of the animations are like really good and they're better than they were like on the 3DS. And so like I actually noticed it. And maybe I didn't notice the quality of the animations in Sword and Shield because of uh, 
because it's like new Pokemon. Other problems? There are there are some that are just made better. Like Mach Punch is incredible, yeah. flat out. Yeah. Like you, just, it's like that's a really like a really good looking move for what yeah. it is. You know, it's just it may just be like a fast punch, but it it looks actually really good. So you can tell by what we're how we're talking that we're really excited to talk about these games. But <laughs> I'd ask you guys what you've been doing this week, but I know the answer, so I'm not going to ask. Uh, other than that, I don't. I I I did another Nuzlocke on Emerald this week. <laughs> And played around with it for funsies, but uh, that's about, like, other than that, yeah, like, BDSP came out, like, what else am I supposed to say I did in Pokemon this week, right? I've already put a hundred plus hours into it at this point. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just, like, it's, it, I mean, it's a fun game. Uh, we'll talk about it some more at the topic. I, I don't have anything else for this intro. It's a short one this week, guys, because it's gonna be a long topic, so. It's, it's gonna be a long topic, and there's not a lot of much else yep we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna kick it on over to the news so let's cue that epic music coming to you live from the lavender town radio tower this just in and welcome to the news. In the news, we've got pretty much nothing. Uh, but like we said, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl have launched. We'll talk about it later, obviously. We already have a little bit. But um, in addition to that, because it's not on the sheet, um, there's an Eevee event going on in Sword and Shield until November 28th, where you can get shiny Eevee and raids. I think all the evolutions are available, too. Yeah, it's um all the evolutions, shiny Eevee, and then Gigantamax Eevee. That's a fun event that they're doing, right? I don't know. So, one, it's really cool to see, like, hey, we're still supporting Sword and Shield. I, I would have preferred it next weekend, though. Uh, <laughs> it's either they decided we're going to do it for a week, or, oh, we kind of realized there's also a game coming out in the weekend. We just launched this, so we're also going to just extend it a week. I honestly think they should have just been doing this the entire time. They should have been making them a week-long thing. I, the weekend ones are just so rough, because, like, oh, if you don't have time the weekend, then it's like, well, you're just kind of missing out on it. Well, there's, like, there's also, like, no notice, you know? It just, like, happens. Yeah. yeah. They just do it. It's like, okay, you know, give us, like, a heads up, you know, or, like, a week's notice or something. and Just something. Like, the one thing that Pokemon Go does better than TPCI does for Swish is announce its community days, like, ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, ah, you want to play this? Here, set this weekend aside, you know? Exactly. I don't know why why it's so hard. I wonder if they're just, like... I wonder if they like, because you know how sometimes in Puckle, like, we'll be like, oh, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we, like, gave away this Pokemon or something randomly? And then we go and we do it randomly? Uh, that's, like, us. We're not, like, a real multi-million dollar business, you know? <laughs> but I honestly feel like sometimes there's just somebody sitting around in TPCI and they're like, wouldn't it be fun this weekend if we did a cool shiny Eevee event in Swish? And somebody went, yeah, that's pretty cool. How about you go do that? And, like, he goes downstairs and it just happens. I... I imagine it ever so slightly differently, where the guy comes in, he's just like, look, my marriage is failing, but if I can get her a shiny Eevee, maybe, just maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Those stakes got it really, really aggressive real fast. <laughs> On topic of events, though, uh, they're in China, Diamond, Diamond and Pearl, the remakes, you can get the Platinum Clothes and the Manaphy Egg in the Mystery Gift, which you need to either beat the first gym, beat the trainers, beat the two little grunts at the top, and Jubilife, and then go into Jubilife TV station. Yep. You need to do that, or get to the third badge, and then after that, you'll get Mystery Gift. Yeah, that's just like a handy Mystery Gift. 
<laughs> yeah, like, if you don't get it in the Jubilee TV by, like, after the third then gym, they just hand you the mystery gift thing. And, like, here it is. Have, have fun. Here it is. Sorry we hit it in a really bad place. Bye. Yeah, they also know where you get access to changing your clothes anyway, so it's probably, like, a small... Uh, yeah. Here it is, so you have it, so now you can get these clothes that we just put in the game. <laughs> I imagine there's gonna be other things that you'll need mystery gift for these games, too, so I would definitely just remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mystery gift might be a worthwhile thing in the future. We'll see how, uh, how generous they are with it. Well, I think you need it. I think you'll need it for Dark Rye and Shaman anyway. Oh, probably. Uh, cause those are definitely programmed in. Yeah. And I can totally see in, like, the next couple months, then it's just a matter of time waiting for the events to drop. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, on like not Pokemon Diamond and Pearl news, go ahead, Linian. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Decidueye is now available in Pokemon Unite. And it's pretty good from what I've heard. <laughs> like, it's not broken beyond use, uh, but it's not terrible. So hey, they've managed to release a good but not broken unit. I'm impressed. As much as I like... um. As much as I, well, as much as, like, I dislike Tencent as a company, uh, they've done a really good job incorporating different species of Pokemon. Not in, like, maybe not from a player's aspect, but from just, like, in the game. Like, there's just randomly, like, Apom and, like, mm-hmm. Avalug and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I thought, I've, I've appreciated that and how cute it is. That's, that's, that's just tidbit. But I also want to go by Decidueye, probably, because he's one of my favorite starters, so... He's got a, a his uh, ability shtick is that uh, the further an enemy is from you, the more damage you deal. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's really good, actually. So if you're, like, barely grazing people at the edge of your range, it deals pretty significant bonus damage. Yeah. I'm here for this. And he's got, like, moves that pin people in place, and if they, they can choose to move, but if they do, they take a bunch of damage. Oh, that's so cool. I'm into it. He's a very mobility focused without having much mobility of his own. That's exciting. Uh, there is no video game battling news this week, uh, because there's a new game probably. Uh, but Pokemon Go, not to be outdone, uh, announced their traditional December community event where they're going to put all the previous community days into like three days and it's going to be running December 17th to 19th. There's nothing else going around that on around that time of the year, I'm sure. I don't know why anyone would have a hard time with that. Yeah, there's going to be a 25% reduction of Stardust for trade, so you can be gifting people Pokemon. It sounds like a really cheap gift. Uh, <laughs> Machop, Rosalia, Swablu, Gibble, Snivy, and Fletchling will spawn more on December 18th. Eevee, Duskull, Shinx, Tepig, and Oshawott will be on the 19th. Uh, timed research and a special research story and an additional and additional spawns and two kilometer eggs will also be available during this event. Be sure to do that if you've missed the community days and you cared about some of them. I think Fletchling's actually good in Go Battle League or Talonflame, I should say. So that might be something people might go after. What Talonflame's good in competitive? Yeah, this has never happened before. Well, it might have it might have the uh, pre nerf gale wave. Who knows? The PvP in Go is not that deep. It turns out that it it turns out that if you just get a pokemon that has a move that will bump its attack or bump it something some other stat uh at the same time, it just is it's good. That's all. If it has a fast attack that'll boost its stats like boom. Like for the longest time like power up punch was like the go-to move for things. I was thinking power up punch and like charge yeah, beam. Yeah, charge beam. That's like all I'm thinking is just like ah, easy. Yeah, and so Talonflame gets access to flame charge. Oh, so you just get faster and faster and faster and just start spamming and just- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even fast. It's just like I, I don't think it boosts your speed because I don't think speed's a stat in Pokemon Go. I think it increases your attack, 
So it it's uh, it's essentially power up punch. You just tap your yeah. phone. Uh, don't worry. I'm sure we'll see it at Worlds this year. Um, oh yeah. All right. That now, God. Uh, yeah, they put Go in like yep. the regionals and Worlds. Isn't that nuts? Can we? We're finally gonna have a Worlds for PDSP. It's been out two years. <laughs> you mean Swish, not BDSP. Yeah, we'll never have one for that, sorry. No, we'll never have one for BDSP, and I'm okay with that. I, well, I'm kind of hoping, like, it just ends up being a bunch of BDSP mods anyway. They changed the meta, so you, it's like, it's like, yeah, you can only use Gens 1 through 4, and you're going to Worlds. And so I just want it to be the old Gen 4 meta. Torterra, am I right? Torterra is real good, I promise. Best competitive starter. That's what I heard. All right, so... In uh, Puckle News, the advent calendar is, uh, I guess that's actually really soon, uh, now that I look at the calendar. Yeah, it's in about a week, I think. Week after this goes up. After this goes up, it's a little over a week out. Definitely mark your calendars for that. Uh, every day there's going to be a Twitter poll on Twitter, and uh, depending on how much interaction that tweet gets, you might be able to get two Pokemon out of it. Patrons, like I said, at the $10 tier, maybe even the $5 tier, uh, I haven't decided yet. We'll get access to, uh, we'll get access to a second or third giveaway, depending on how many giveaways. You just get a bonus Pokemon being a patron every day. That's how it works out. And I hope you all know Calculus. Uh, <laughs> that's for the days that there might not be three giveaways for everybody, but there will be some for those of you who can do math. Uh, <laughs> and they said you'd never use math in your day to day lives. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you brush up on your calculus, kids. Your uh, your integrals, your derivatives. Um, maybe I'll make you solve it. Anti derivatives. Maybe I'll make you. Well, that's just an integral. Shh. They don't need to know that. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have a good time with that. We're gonna we're gonna. I don't know. I'm excited. I like giving the stuff away. It just uh, also um, there's like some anti farming measures that went in this year. Because when you farm the Pokemon, it makes us sad. Uh, it also it also makes the bot not like you. <laughs> The bot will end up not liking you when it's giving it away, and it may not like you for the rest of Advent calendar. So watch yourself before you uh, before you hurt yourself. Other than that, I think that's it for the news. There hasn't been a lot today, so we're gonna kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Thank you for those rules introductions. We're going to go ahead and we are going to jump into these questions. Our first question this week is going to come to you from Shark Finnegan. Which mainline games are compatible, meaning they can like connect in some way, to the most Pokemon titles? Do we what? count bank in that as compatible? Uh, yeah, stuff like that would work. Um, spin-offs, spin-offs are included as well as bank. Hmm. Okay, Diamond and Pearl are up there because they've got communication with Pokemon Ranger, Fire uh, Red Leaf Green, uh, and then what's the Fire Red Leaf Green? All of the ones on GBA because they have those communication things, and then they also have um, 
communication with platinum, and they have communication with heart gold, soul silver. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're also like the games that just got remade. So like th- the likelihood that they're a question answer does rise significantly. I'll, I'll say diamond and pearl if you're good with that. Um, I can't think honestly of a bunch of games that have connection. They also have Battle Revolution too. Oh yeah, no, I I think it's gonna be kind of easy to go diamond and pearl here. Yeah, because Hope- you know, oh. Platinum would be considered part of that too, but but even if it wasn't, there there are other ones. Gen yeah. four, I don't remember if it had any connection with uh, <clears throat> like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games, but it might have. It also had Pokemon Ranch. Yeah, Gen. I think Gen four is honestly there. I can think about all of those too, and then with like Bank and well, no, Bank had you to go up further, but still, like technically, you have with Gen four, you have Gen five as well connection because of just transferring stuff. I would think, unless you're counting a different software for that, but... Yeah, yeah I okay. like Gen 4. I like Gen Diamond and Pearl. Diamond yeah. and Pearl is correct with 19 games. Um, and it's Diamond and Pearl specifically because technically in the U.S., I think Platinum gets knocked down to 18 because it nonsense. doesn't it never we never got the patch for it to work with uh, uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Ranch. Ranch. Yeah. yeah. So it's compatible with Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Leaf Green, Fire Red. That's five. Um, it's compatible with Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. Um, outside of just transferring to Gen 5, they also had like that weird transfer you could do because there was a giveaway item that you yeah, got there's in the Gen locked 4. Capsule. The ability, or not the ability, but like whatever capsule, and you transferred yeah, it to... Yeah, the locked capsule. Yeah, and you transferred it to Black and White, and that's how you got Zora um, in Black and White originally. Um, and then also the side games, Pokemon Battle Revolution, My Pokemon Ranch, Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon Ranger Shadows of Palmia, and Pokemon Ranger's Guardian Signs. There are a lot of Pokemon you can get from those, by the way. It's insane. So I definitely, uh, I definitely really like playing around with those. Um, on that note, though, that is correct. That is one point. Uh, your next question nice. is going to come to you from Professor Snag. What rival has the highest level Pokemon in any main series game? Barry. In the fight area, rematch him like five weeks in a row, and he'll get up to like mid eighties. That's your final right, answer. Honestly. Yeah, I just know this one off the top of my head. Yeah, because like I can't <laughs> think of anyone else who gets really high levels, anyways. Because like even then, like uh, unless something, unless there's something stupid with Trace, like <laughs> Trace, I wouldn't know though. <laughs> Trace, uh, Barry is correct. Um, in the survival area in Platinum, if you keep battling enough, you can get a starter all the way up to level 85. All right. Our next question is your Pokedex-centric question, as always. Uh, if you have to answer, if you don't get it right, though, you get a second chance. If you get it right the first time, you get two points. Right now, you're two for two. Let's see if we can make you four for three. This one is going to come to you from Tubins. It's Diamond Pokedex entry reads. It loves eating mushrooms that grow under dead grass. It also finds hot springs while foraging. Who's that Pokemon? Uh, that sounds like Swinub. Yeah, I think I kind of do because it's a pig. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm like, I do think there was something. I do remember something with like Swinub in them and hot springs. I don't know why. They might have done an anime episode on it or something, but I feel like that was a thing that happened. Because that, that really sounds like I don't know. I'm I'm going with like Swinub. Honestly, that's... Yeah, and then, like, if it's not swine up, it's just another pig. Because finding mushrooms, but, like, Trouble. hot springs makes me yeah, think ice. Swine up is correct. Uh, the hint deck entry was from Crystal. 
And it says it uses the tip of its nose to dig for food. Its nose is so tough that even frozen ground poses no problem. So swine up. You guys are four for three. Your next question is worth up to two points. This is your multiple <coughs> answer question. Uh, for two points, it makes it real hard because both of these have a lot of answers. Um, so I'm, I guess this is where you're going to lose your points, if anything. Um, That's fair. Uh, this, <laughs> this one is going to be from Gus. There are ten answers. Um, oh, oh, for oh, no. every five of them, you'll get one point. <laughs> Oh boy, okay. So, he wants to know what 10 non-legendary, non-mythical Pokemon get Z-moves? Okay, you need Z-moves? Oh, Funny. I'm the That's one person who can answer this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you've got so, Como-O Mimikyu. The three starters, that's five. The three starters, that's five, yeah. That's three five. Three starters, Como-O Mimikyu, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, I'm, uh, Alolan Raichu is one of them. Right, it Pikachu. Gets Spark Pikachu gets two, doesn't it? Yes, but he says Pokemon, not moves. Yeah. So, so Pikachu is a move. Pikachu, oh, Pikachu the Pokemon. Yes. So yeah. that is, that's, you're up to eight. You're missing two. Uh, no, no, we're up to seven. They said Raichu and Pikachu. A little Raichu and Pikachu. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're missing three. You're missing three. Yeah. Um, I know which ones. What's, I can't think of his name. Oh, Snorlax. Snorlax, Eevee, and... That's nine. There's one more. What's the last uh, one? Um, was it... To think. So, okay, I'm just trying to remember everything we've named now. Because it's not the top. Like I'm thinking top, but like yeah, it's not it's a legendary. Yeah, can't be the, that. that that's Guardian of, of Alola. Yeah, but that's not one that we need to know. Um, that's that's legendary, so it doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, hmm. There was we did we said Evie, uh, we said all the starters. Uh, um. We said Lycanroc, right? Like that? Nope, nope, Lycanroc's the last one. Okay. Good I thought that was the one of the first two. Oh, you said Como O and Mimikyu. My brain recorded Lycanroc. Yep. That is all ten. Thank you, Veronica. That is all ten. All right. So you guys got two points there, so you guys are solidly six for four. There's one more question. You're based at question, as always. And uh, if you don't use the hint, you can cash it in for a point for the perfect eight. Let's see if we can get there today. This one is going to come to you from Poliwo. What non-legendary Pokemon or Mega Grass type has this highest special defense of all Grass types that aren't Mega? So non-legendary, non-Mega. Yeah. And the Grass type has highest special defense. Yep. Uh, okay. Special defense is like the worst stat to ask. Yeah. Well, you're six for oh. four, so you get to be asked that question. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not arguing yeah. with it. I'm just like. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think, and I can't like. Okay, so what even has high special defense in general? Because everything I'm thinking of is like below a hundred, and that's where I'm like getting stumped right now. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's below. Uh, can you think of anything over one fifty? Because that's the highest I can think of, but that feels low. What, what are you thinking right now? Uh, I... Eldegoss, or Eldegoat, as everyone infuriatingly calls it. Yeah. It might uh, I think be it's Eldegoss. like 110, 115. Yeah. Like, I honestly want to agree with Eldegoss, because I can't think of anything up there. But I'm trying to think of like, either a special. special... Wait, Ferrothorn. No, Ferrothorn's like 114, isn't it? It's not even that high. I think it's like 100. It just. Yeah, its special defense isn't as good as its physical defense. Uh, well, I knew that. I just thought it was still a bulk, 
good Yeah, and I know Verizion's 130. But it's a legend. But yeah. it's a legend, so I I can't think of anything that beats Eldegoss. What 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 grass mega has above Eldegoss? Maybe Venusaur? I don't think it got that high. Well, I don't think we we don't have to. It was non legendary, non. No, but I'm, I'm right? going with the, I'm going with the thought of if it's a mega that has a high special defense, does the non mega version have a decent special defense? That's what I'm trying to mm, get at. Maybe. Well, the only grasses are like Venusaur and um, Septile's one of them. Septile, but Septile is fast. That's all it is, really. Oh, maybe one with the Bomba Snow. I think the Bomba Snow gets like massive defenses. But yeah, no. Um, well, I think um. I think Eldegoss is probably unless you want unless you want to burn the hint. I don't mind burning it. I I, I want to go for I want to go for broke. Okay, let's go for Eldegoss. Eldegoss is correct, but your numbers are like all wrong. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, Eldegoss is the highest with a base one twenty special defense. Um, okay. Followed up by Ferrothorn with a base one sixteen special defense. Yeah, I thought it was one fifteen or one sixteen or something like that. And, well, maybe not one sixteen. Just knew the ball and, for a chunk. Uh, and in third place, tied for third place, you have Cradley and Rotom Mo at 107. Right, Rotom was the same. I'm like, I'm like thinking of, I couldn't think of like, I'm thinking of like, yeah. Shinotic, I'm thinking of like, yeah, I'm like, right. it's not high enough, it's not high, but it's like, it's up, it's, yeah, yeah. it's average-ish, or like, it's like a 90 or 80 or something, but it's like not above 100, I'm like, can't think of anything above 100. That's the perfect score for you guys. Um, <gasps> it doesn't really, I don't know, well, I guess it changes the standings because it put Shamu on the board. Um, yeah. and, and it, it should keep kick me up a little bit from like it, it last. will kick you up a little bit. Um, let me go ahead and sort. All right, in first place we've got Seth Vilo with twenty points. In second place we have Sublime with nineteen. <coughs> in third place we have Whimsicott with eighteen. In fourth place we have Linian with fifteen. In fifth place we have a two way tie between Sigma and Jushiro with thirteen. In seventh place we've got Mark with ten. In 8th place, we've got a tie between P. Mickey and Dr. Shamu with 8. And in 10th, we've got Claude bringing up the rear with 5. Yeah. Heck yes. yeah. All right. On that note, we are going to kick it on over to the topic. Uh, so if you want more Poke Quiz, listen in next week. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier. Because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to our topic today. Our topic today is going to be why Sword and Shield is the game you should play and not right. Oh, not. right. No, it's not. Thing- okay. <laughs> Hop is perfect. We're going to be talking about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, the two new games that dropped this weekend. All of us have played it. Shamu's definitely played it uh, all the way through because he grabbed the ROM before it dropped. I got the uh, reviewer copy, as you've been calling it. That's not what that is, but uh, <laughs> no, it's not. But we can, we <laughs> no, can, we can, we can say it is. We can lie. Yeah, uh, I've played a few hours of it so far, and I mean, I've gotten to the part that I think is the only important part to have gotten to before this show, and that's just the Grand Underground. Yes, you need a, you need the the Grand Underground is like the star of the show. No, it really, it's it's really easy to just get like sucked into it. 
Oh, totally. It's, it's very easy because, like, uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very easy to do that. So, uh, I want to. I want to start off just like a few things. Like, let's just get them off the bat. Like, this is gonna have spoilers in it. Obviously, I'm sorry that we're spoiling what is a 15 year old game for you. Like they said at the beginning, back in February, it's a faithful remake. They were not lying. No, they like yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like just like yeah, it is a faithful remake. It's not like it's not like oh, yeah. it's a redo like Oras or anything like that. No, it's literally just like those. Games, I wouldn't even say Oras. Oras had little. It had more new things like the, the, megas and it stuff had megas. And they had megas, which I think is the only thing megas that I would and, say. Like, Oras slightly different story stuff and the story stuff in the yeah. post like. This is not that. This is literally just Diamond and yep. Pearl, same encounters, same level ups, same yep. not on well, the same level ups. The moves are no, changed moves a bit, are, but like yes. same encounters essentially and stuff like that. Like the gym leaders are the same. The elite four they've been is, buffed, but yeah, they've been like buffed strategically it. more than yeah. they have been like overhauled. So I want to. I just want to go over uh, a few things first, and I just want to do like straight first impressions first before we go into more nitty gritty. Um, and so my first impression of playing this game over the past, you know, 48 hours or so has been, this is like outside of just like, there's, there's definitely aspects that the community is disappointed in. Like they were all really bummed. It was only the 493, which I'm not very surprised. No, I'm honestly, I kind of like that to be honest. Like let's not, we don't need anything new. I think the only thing I'm surprised by is like the lack of regionals. Even then, if you think about it a little bit too hard. It, you see how it breaks down because they wanted to do the 493 because Pokemon's trying to do this thing where they go, okay, um, we're only going to put X number of Pokemon in. Um, this is, this is like a amped up let's go, in my opinion. It's let's go without the motion gimmick, yeah. which, oh, thank God. Even then, it's, it's, it's what's let's go, if let's go was what this game was, it would have done way better, I think. Yep. And had, had much mm-hmm. better reputation yes. than what it has now because this yes. is just like, this is a good remake. This is a very good remake. It's it's not like I don't have to like like shake a Joy-Con to catch a Pokemon, and that's like I always bugged me with Let's Go is that you had to do the motion thing, and to even like level up your Pokemon, you had to catch Pokemon. You couldn't like level up normally. Oh. You had to like do yeah. the gimmick to level up, and it was annoying. It's like I don't want to do this. I just want to play a Pokemon game. I don't want to play mm-hmm. this motion. Yeah, this just I, Wii I agree with you. Pokemon game that's not well done. In that aspect, like I think that's what we're going to see more from Legends, but uh, not like in terms of motion controls. But it's going to be a catching focus game, where this is more like a I don't know. Pokemon has been a good balance between catching. They have battles in it. No, no, no. They do have battles. They had battles yeah. in Let's Go. Tr- trying to pretend they didn't. Well, is, no. I is mean, like lie. you can just battle a wild Pokemon. That's that's an option that we've seen. I agree with that. No, I I think Let's Go is obviously a misstep, and it, I feel like it was a growing pain for what they were trying to do. And they seem to recognize this. Yes. Overall, for BDSP, I have been very impressed. I've never been a graphics person my entire life. Like, I have never cared that, like, oh, man, that blade of grass is very pixelated or something like that. I've never been a person like that. But I, like, for the first time in my 20-some years of playing Pokemon, I don't think I've ever been more immersed than when I'm in the battle sequence of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Like, I'm being completely honest, by the way. Like The themes and backdrops are what should have been in Sword and Shield. Yes. No, they're they are amazing. incredible. And I think my favorite favorite one out of all of them is Right by Valley Wind Works. Yep, it's very good. The yes. best thing. The best the best like it's so much detail and it looks incredible. Yes, it's so good. I like I can't get over how good the battles look. Even so like people complained about the animations in Sword and Shield and how they didn't really update them or something. And maybe that's true. I don't know. But the animations that they've updated in BDSP are fantastic as well. Yeah. 
just when you send out your starter, like send out Piplup, Chimchar, Turtwig, like there's a little like expression on their face and everything. Even if Chimchar won't stop dancing. Yeah, I won't, they don't stop dancing. I, I do have uh, more comments on like the movements of the models as well. But like, this is just like, it, it's really pretty in that sense. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just, it's a very pretty game. And that's all I can say about it. Like outside of like, it's a remake and it makes playing Diamond and Pearl more palatable if you have the originals because of the a lot of the issues that exist i mean we do have the experience all which is kind of it it is it is in a sense easier but it's also in a sense harder because like yeah you don't have to deal with the grinding aspect like your levels and then the french they do have the like a me friendship mechanics just built into friendship it's a little annoying but sometimes it's like it it it, 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 it's benefit it's a double-edged sword they had the same issue with omega ruby and alpha sapphire where they didn't adjust for the experience share. Like, X and Y adjusted for it. Uh, so Sun and Moon have adjusted for it. And Sword of Shield, to some extent, is also adjusted for it. I think worse so than Sun and Moon and X and Y. Well, but. they Sword and Shield had the EXP candies, which just broke the game over your knee. That destroyed it, because you're literally like, oh, what's this do? And it just jumps up 10 levels. As, as far as I can tell, they have modified the EXP formula in BDSP slightly. Yes, I do agree with that. So it, it now biases more heavily on levels. So if you are overleveled, you're getting like 10 EXP instead of a couple hundred. And if you're underleveled by that same token, uh, you're getting even more stuff. So your team catches up and levels off pretty fast. I added a level one Pokemon uh, from a fossil right after the second gym. Mm-hmm. And it caught up and has stayed like competitive because everything else slowed down as the rest of, as, as it ramped up really quickly. So you... It's hard to get as overleveled as you could in Oras. No, no, it, it's definitely better. I mean, it's it's just this issue that they have with um, adding the XP share to older games. I've noticed. And yeah, that, that, I mean that that's it is what it is, and I don't blame them for doing it. Uh, I will I will blame like the decision to have no off switch for people who want it because I feel like yeah. taking away options for anything is just dumb. But that's not a BDSP issue. That's just like a Gen Eight issue, and I don't want to yeah. put that in this. As far as my first impressions, I've been pretty satisfied with it overall. Um, there are a couple of things here and there that bother me. Yeah. Um, mostly, um, I've, I feel like I'm the only person who's been having these, but I, I have weird graphical issues even when I'm playing docked where like I will see between textures. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing. There, there is a little bit of a texture issue with like ledges. Like the black lines from the old yeah. games are coming back and it's like, yeah. this is the problem? There's definitely evidence that there were issues in development. Performance and I issues. Just because it looked, I mean, we obviously saw from the uh, the version 1.0 to version 1.1. Yeah, like they, they were polishing that until it came out. Yeah, there is obviously an issue. But but there are some other cho- things that are absolutely choices that don't work. Like anytime they cut in close on the the, <laughs> the chibi, chibi models, models? It, looks, yeah. it looks it doesn't it the overworld looks great. I actually really like it. But when they cut in close on it, it doesn't yes. look good. It it looks cheap. It looks like they just blew up. They just blew up an image. It's kind yeah. of what it looks like. My biggest issue with the overworld in general is that everything is so shiny. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just like, it's like, it's like somebody figured out how to make like the ground reflective, which is really cool when you're in battle for like the galactic stuff or when you're Mm -hmm. in like the team preview menu when you're in your teams and looking at it on the screen. That's fantastic. But oh my gosh, when I'm in the Pokemon Center, who's cleaning the, who's cleaning the floors there? 
<laughs> we are approaching 3D dot game heroes levels of reflection yeah. and bloom, and it's it's just kind of hard to look at sometimes. It's really bad uh, in that regard. Like that, <laughs> but like it's pretty. You didn't see how it worked on the emulator when someone was polishing the water to the point where it reflected the menu. I think that was part of their code is to like just make everything reflective, but it uh, it's a little ju- it's like a little too much sometimes. It's that, that's like a minor nitpick though. Yeah. yeah. Then there's things like when you get into an encounter with a trainer, it cuts in close. You have the conversation. It snaps back to the screen and then starts the battle where it's like, yeah. What? Or uh, another weird visual. There there are a lot of things with the mo- the trainer models that don't look yeah. right. Like when they have the versus gym leader thing, they're so static and locked in the little like preview and then they, every character is introduced, posed identically to how their sprite was in the original games, which is a really cool idea. And then, as soon as that little pose ends, they snap to a neutral position and send out a Pokemon, and it's one of the <laughs> most disconcerting things I've seen in a Pokemon game. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to go back to how good the battles look, though, for the gyms. They do look good. Uh, because they, like, they put, like, the lights up. It reminds me of the anime episodes. Right? Yeah. Where... You would have, uh, like, the old anime episodes where they're in the you gym. You see the stage, like, yeah, you see the rafters and stuff with all the lighting, and You never felt that way before in a game. <laughs> and it just yeah. feels so good. Like, I, I, I'll say Sword and Shield, like, did a really good job for what they were going after, too, with the stadium yeah. feel. But at the same time, like, I would love... I love what they're doing with BDSP. Like that, maybe it's just that, like the type of experience I prefer in Pokemon, as opposed to like what they're presenting in Sword and Shield, which is fair, and that's fine. They can Mm -hmm. try whatever they want. Um, But this is just one of those things where it's just like I've been a long time Pokemon fan, and that like just literally the rafters and the gym battles makes me feel uber nostalgic. And I love. I mean, this is a remake. It's supposed to make me feel nostalgic, but it's also to make the 15 year old kid who was born when Diamond and Pearl came out also play a game he's never played before. I mean, it makes me feel nostalgic, and I really appreciate that feel. The, talking about the battles real quick, because something I want to give a little tip, you might- I recommend also having a poison type with toxic for a certain later fight. It's, um, let's just say someone uses baton pass with, uh, minimize. minimize. Yeah. Yay. And, um, it's- that's- they-, they and there's, there's two- there's two trainers that you really want this for, because, A, it's- they- they buffed- they buffed the actual big boss encounters quite a bit. Yes, significantly. They made the AI really not dumb. Yeah, eh, a little bit. There's some AI that's kind of dumb. Okay, in terms of in terms of Pokemon, it's uh, it's probably in one of the Pokemon, best AIs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably one of the best AIs I've seen in Pokemon. Just because they actually AI. they actually just think, and even like the wild Pokemon. Like I noticed in the underground that the Pokemon in the underground were picking their moves more strategically. Unless I just got, like, really bad odds. I think you odds. got a little lucky there, because, like, trainers I see... Yeah, wild Pokemon still have bad AI. Because, like, I got to a point where, like, I was fighting a Krogunk in the underground, and it was only using Reversal and Faint. And it, it's to the point where it ran out of Reversal BP. PP. Amazing. And then it was, like, switch. Then it switched to another move, obviously, because it didn't have Reversal. But it was... I, I don't know. I, I thought it was just like, oh, is it being smart? Uh, <laughs> like, smarter... The game difficulty, if you don't do a bunch of grinding and you don't go into the underground a lot, uh, and you don't battle every trainer on every route all the time, I have been consistently about a level or two beneath the gym leader's ace as I've been playing. Because hmm. I know I was doing, I was battling every trainer, I think, except for the last couple, like, areas I stopped, like, I think after gem, Jenna, 
gym number six, I think, is when I stopped fighting all the trainers. And even then, at that point, I was kind of, like, in line. I think it was a level or two above, but I did end up being under-leveled or... I've noticed that, too. Like, so I've been nuzlocking it with some of the guys at the Dunsparce gang, and... I've noticed that if you switch in a new Pokemon, it's not like Sword and Shield where you, you switch a new Pokemon in, you can end up with like the team like ready to go still five levels over whatever your next challenge is. I, I think this one takes a while to grind up. And it, and that, that level disparity cut really, you can feel it because you're yeah. like, I fought a bunch of trainers and got 400 EXP. Great. Uh- yep. I don't mind it. I mean, they did a really good job uh, in that aspect. I wouldn't call these like the greatest games ever but they're good yeah they're they're very good for what they are i think after sword and shield which was uh i guess a slight departure from this it was nice to see something come back in that sense i i don't know maybe it was just the dynamax that made it funky or or something else i don't know what what you would call a departure in sword and shield it was honestly one of the safest ones i've ever seen mm, i don't know i i think they made some definite choices in sword and shield i think they yeah. they definitely departed from like their previous like six years of growth prior to that when they were just like hey let's just like kill it all because like megas are gone and stuff like that and which i still think is the superior like mechanics to dynamax outside of mechanics like if we're talking mechanically i what think a dynamax great observation wins. about bdsp yeah yep uh. but i mean it was my mention about what the departure was i mean this is definitely i don't know it feels good to go back to like there's something that we knew and it hasn't been like destroyed you know that like my worry is like they're gonna yeah. take something and try to and they're gonna tarnish it right uh when they remake mm. it they're gonna be like hey this is Sinnoh, but with dynamax and they're just like, no, <laughs> I don't need Gigantamax Infernape. Yeah, no, I'm glad they didn't do that aspect. Like, I'm glad yeah. they're literally just like, ah, here's Gen 4. Cool. You don't have any, you don't have any gimmicks other than the one that were in Gen 4 for Gen 4. Like, yeah, the, the contests have been redone and they're much faster, which makes me actually want to do them. Well, they have like the, uh, they have like the black and white improvements to them too, which is kind of nice. Black and white improvements? Well, black and white was black and white added the musical thing. I don't think that was a Gen Four thing. No, in Gen Four they still had the little rhythm game. Section. Oh, never mind. I'm dumb then. I'm wrong. But what Gen Five did was made it the whole thing. But what Gen Four had was there was the there was the introduction. Then you played a rhythm game. Then you did a full Gen Three contest yes. battle thing. Yes. So they took like ten minutes. Yes. And it was not ten equally fun minutes either. Yeah. Uh, and these, you're in, you're out, they're quick, they're clean, and they're they're pretty enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, the Grand Underground, um, it's fun, and all of the in- areas have enough variety to, uh, they have enough variety where you're catching a lot of different Pokemon, you're coming in and out, and they are high enough leveled, you can add them to your team. In yes. fact, you probably won't want to, because they're so much higher level than even your Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, you, it's like you have to catch them before you even think about doing the gym, because like, it'll like, after you do it, what, the five or six, like, um, flags for it, and then it's like, ah, uh, once you, he, it, each flag is like a ten level bump. So you'll, like, af, at post game, you'll be like finding level sixties, like, like low, high fifties, low sixties in the underground. So, for reference, you get access to, um, the underground. We'll say that you did Gardenia first, just cause it's an easier example, right? Yeah. Uh, Veilstone, Maylene, her ace is level 30. The stuff that you can catch in the underground caps out at level 29 and starts at level 25. Yeah. So... I went down, I went down there before Eterna and the ace is 22 and everything was bouncing around like 18 to, 18 to 20. Yeah. 
it, it's I think it's meant so you can I think catch something and just immediately use it if you like. Yeah, just oh, slap it on your I'm team. In, I need yeah. I'm having trouble with Maylene. I can go catch something like level thirty essentially that's like a counter to Maylene. I think it's meant to be for that aspect to make him I just like having the expanded decks available uh from oh, platinum. Yeah. No, so the yeah, the underground is so before the post game, the underground is the platinum deck essentially. The mm-hmm. overworld, you will only find diamond and pearl encounters, but once you go underground, you can find things that are from the platinum decks, like Houndoom and other things like that. Mm-hmm. They're not easy to find, though, and there no. aren't many fire types until you complete the game, so oh, Sinnoh yeah. Fire is still in full effect. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't love a good Sinnoh lack of fire types? It's great. I like Ponyta. Oh, I, don't, I don't mind the no fire types, I just mind the fact that they give me 30-plus firestones in the mining, and I have three targets. Yeah, it's fine. Uh-huh. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. I'm not sure on any uh leaf stones or moonstones. Yeah, or, Panseer um, doesn't exist, so it's fine. Other stones. <laughs> Panseer. That's a Pokemon. I've been enjoying my time with these games though. Yeah, I have. Yeah. And I don't think I won't. Like I I'm definitely gonna do Dex completion with it and have a good time. Once you're done with the game, most people probably have things to have available. I'm I'm at the point where I've gotten, I think, 400 caught, and I just can't do anything because I need exclusives and trades. And, and swarms, and yeah. Yeah, exclusive trades, swarms. You can't time skip as far as I'm aware at the moment. <laughs> no, you, you can't. Just... They maintained that. Yeah. That was part of the original Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, that was yeah. part of the Unless original there's a Diamond way you can, like, do some weird thing to make the game think, like, how you can skip raid dens, you know? Like, yeah. Unless there's something like that, but as far as I'm aware, there isn't. No. Also, quick tip for when you get post-game, when you get to Ramada's Park. Do not buy more th- than enough of those slates. Cause this is, that's, this is my whole biggest complaint about, like, the Bramada Park post game. Um, so you, we'll say that you, you start, start off with the Reggies. Like, no matter what game you are, you get, you can only buy these slates for the Reggies. Yeah. And then once you beat, once you catch those, you unlock another tier. And then once you catch stuff from that, you unlock another tier. But for the Reggies, there are, you need three slates. If, for example, I buy four slates. Well, well, let me go with the three first, actually. So each slate is an attempt at catching the legendary. Mm-hmm. If you catch it, or if you don't catch it, you use that slate up one way or another. So save so, beforehand, and you only need three. They're yeah. kind of annoying to get. Yeah. Well, it's not even if they're, if they're, anno- they're annoying to get, but the other thing is, if, for example, I buy four slates. I catch all three Reggies saving beforehand using only one. That slate has no use. You cannot sell it, you cannot chain trade it in, it is just in your inventory for eternity. And you can't even give it to a Pokemon to trade it to someone else. Nope. And same thing with the little, because in the post-game, you'll also start finding these shards in the underground, which are used to then exchange for these said plates. Mm-hmm. Once you buy all the plates, you can still buy more, but there's no sense in buying more, because you can't they use them. Do they don't anything. do anything, they don't exchange for anything, same thing with the shards. You can only use the shards to buy these plates. Wait, do they get rid of the shard guy? No, when he's saying shards, so the, the, there are uh, legendary spheres that you can exchange for the, uh, the okay. shards for that to go encounter those Pokemon. Like, they're called mysterious shards. Okay, there's the blue shard and the green shard and the red shard I'm thinking of. Instead of calling yeah. them a sphere, they call them a shard in the actual, like, item name. It's it's a mysterious shard, as or mysterious shard L, yes, whatever. Yes, and the shard guys exist, but it's not platinum, so they don't have any moves beyond the weather moves. Yeah. So just just set your expectations there. I mean, I don't have expectations past that, right? So you just don't well, don't like overbuy these slates because until I'm hoping in a patch they go like, oh, we'll add another shopkeeper, add like add another like add, update their shop to do something with them because it's just like because once you get all the legends too and like mine all these up, they still appear, 
they just don't have a use. They're literally useless. You can't even, like, exchange them for other TMs, mm-hmm. other items. Other shards, other spheres and other, things. Like You can't do anything useless. with them. They're just... They're just a waste. So, they become a, a, a terrible rare spawn. I was hoping they would, like, unlock, like, oh, here's, like, a really rare item shop with, like, maybe, like, apricorn balls, beast balls, because I, I was really hoping for beast ball, but that's not in the game as, as far as we know. It's coded because of, like, bank and stuff like that. For I think, yeah, it's like, coded, because I think they do plan on letting you bring stuff in. Yeah, that's, like, sometime next year. Yeah, sometime. I mean, it's probably, my guess is going to be... Early to late February. Legend Arceus, for sure. Because there's no sense in doing it for one, then having to redo it again for another. They may as well just do it for both. It's going to be interesting. Well, they're just going to do one update for both. But it, it, I don't think they'll do it right away after Legends Arceus, but I don't, I don't know. No, they said it would be early. They said it would be, uh, I believe they said spring 2022 was their target. They said, like, early 2022, I believe, when they mentioned okay. it. Okay. So it, I, that's exactly when it happens every single time a new game comes out. It is, like, yeah, the February, February the, the, around the February time frame. But, you know, that was my biggest complaint, though, about the game, was the Vermont's Park post-game. It's fun, it's cool, they all have hidden abilities, but, like, they didn't have the foresight to think what happens after this. Or if they did, it's not in the game. They probably did not. And I'm just kind of like, Maybe we'll get that update, why? we'll get that Greninja that's never anywhere else. Hmm. <laughs> that's just my biggest complaint, because it just kind of also crushed my hopes and dreams a little bit. But, again, <laughs> I was over-expecting on one thing only. But overall, it's good. It's just, I just want to put a PSA out for people, like, hey... Don't overextend on those. Or do. There's infinite amounts of them. Uh. Yeah, it is it is what it is. I appreciate the game for what it is. I think what they've done with it is fine and fun. Um, it's mm-hmm. very reflective. There's a lot of Windex needed. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's a fun time overall. I would recommend it. Like, maybe not both games. Definitely get one of them. And if you see it, like, if you're like... Is it a $60 game? You can kind of go both ways. Like, cause I could, like, if it was $40, I'd jump on it immediately, cause I think it's definitely yes. worth a $40 oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, again, 100%. Like, it, what it is is it's Diamond or Pearl, which were $40 games, with improvement, like, with honestly, it's, I feel like this isn't enough of an improvement to make it worth that $60. I, I don't think there's anything crazy stupid about it or anything. It's, uh, it, it's very reasonable in terms of price. I, I think what they offer is a good experience, and if you like Gen 4, <laughs> It it's definitely a good way to go back. I I think this is a definitive way to play Gen Four as mm-hmm. opposed to like the new hot Gen Eight game. Yeah, I, I, yeah. that's the way I see this, and I, that's probably the way we're gonna have to see a lot of Pokemon games in the future. Honestly, it's just like this is the definitive way to play this. Um, it, this is just like a much better version of Diamond and Pearl in those regards. Um, granted, I still like my I still like to play Platinum, and I will probably still play Diamond and Pearl again so I can play through uh, Pokemon Battle Revolution. Oh boy. I, I would love for them to come out. This is like a complete aside because we've essentially finished BDSP, but, um, I, I think it would be a real blast, not for Pokemon Battle Revolution exactly, but for a game like that, pay, charge me like 30 bucks, you know, and let me just have some Battle Frontier facilities. And that's all you put in there. I bring the Pokemon straight from home, drop them in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, legitimately, they just need to make like an online, essentially they need to make a showdown app that you can use your actual Pokemon with. I don't see why they haven't updated that into home. And they yeah, could just honestly. do sprites. They could just do sprites. And I think it would work out super well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like really all they have to do and you're good. Yep. That's my, uh, that's my pro tip for Nintendo. Chart, then, then your home subscription is worth it. Uh, I'll pay, I'll pay more than 15 bucks a year for that, honestly. Uh, I'll pay whatever amount I have to pay for that. So yeah, just think about it, Nintendo. Think about it. You could do it yourself. So- <laughs> 
Yeah. Any other thoughts? Any other closing thoughts? I, I mean, I think we I, hit um, pretty much everything I wanted to hit. It's just that it's I a very pretty so. game. I think I hit the. It, it is a very. It's a fun game. It, it's pretty. It's fun. All uh, it's improved in ways that don't. It's not like oh, I wish I was playing Diamond and Pearl. It's oh, I'm glad I'm not playing that old game. Yes, you know, I'm glad I have these improvements. Yeah, no, it's uh, and I kind of hope they like take the visuals and they put them into the next game because it, it's definitely like I like the direction that this is like the trajectory that this is from Swish in terms of visuals, and I kind of hope it continues. In that regard, I hope we get something like give me something super safe in Gen 9 where I just get to go to some gyms and I get to see the lights and the rafters. That's all I want. Let me do that again. I just want more Pokemon like that. Uh, They stumbled on the golden goose and they're tired of making they're trying they're tired of golden eggs. It's that feels like sometimes. (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, that's going to be it for BDSP. And so we're going to take a quick. Uh, well, I don't even know if it's a break. We're going to kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 483, Dialga, the temporal Pokemon. Dialga's uh, Shining Pearl Pokedex entry reads... A Pokemon spoken of in legend. It said that time began moving when Dialga was born. Yay. Uh, I know that when I... I know when I think of time, I think of a giant dinosaur. Yeah, right? Um, But it's actually, like, Dialga's actually got some funny trivia, or some fun trivia at least. Um, So just... It's only legendary to have a role in four different movies, but the, uh, the other one that really caught me is, uh, according to Junichi Masuda's blog... The Spanish translation team suggested changing the name Dialga because of its because of its similarity to the word word, word alga, which is seaweed. Hmm. <laughs> which is like okay, you know, just I don't know. I just just found that funny. That's not the word I also, thought they were going to say it sounded like, but uh, we're good. <laughs> oh. Algae. I mean, it's very close, but it is. Uh, yeah. So Dialga's got decent stats because he's Dialga. Uh, <laughs> special attack of all steel types. Yeah, uh, base 150 special attack, base 120 defense, base 120 attack, base 100 HP, base 100 special defense, and base 90 speed. He's one of, like, the slower legendaries. Like really good. Holy crap. Yeah, like, he's really good. 100 HP and 100 defense is just enough, and even then you've got more than that. And his typing's not bad either. His typing no. is pretty decent. I mean, Dragon Steel is a, is a decent typing with only two weaknesses. Yeah, and and then nothing okay. quad or anything like that. You resist fairy. Yeah. We're not you're neutral to fairy. You're neutral. You're neutral to your, like all yeah. your main weaknesses are neutral. Yeah, of a dragon. No, no, the only two weaknesses you have are those for your steel type. So yeah, <laughs> it's uh, I mean, steel's just a very good defensive type to begin with, and so it's really helping mm-hmm. out with that, uh, with that aspect. But I mean, yeah, he's got a decent move pool. Um, he usually doesn't get to shine too much though in these formats. Um, today we got to a BGC something team. better. Uh, it's but just yeah. be, yeah, I mean, what they, what you typically would do with a Dialga, you could probably pull off with a Solgaleo, or you could even, uh, and, and at the time when Solgaleo didn't exist, you had, uh, things like Groudon and Kyogre, which had their primal forms. So, or even just abilities that are better than pressure. Yes. Well, no, so, well, Dialga got, uh, Dialga got telepathy, telepathy which is actually, um, really Somewhat good. viable. Yeah, it's good it's because good. it's weak to earthquake. But yes, yeah. that is well. 
that and like you just don't take damage from your partner which is really nice um typically they run them on like trick room teams just because they're the slower legendaries but so galeo i think does a better job I do believe it gets trick room. It does learn trick room. It does get trick room. That's also wide too. So like it's also it's a it's a bulky mon that can also use the thing that's yeah. enabling your team and also abuse it as well. And it's just yeah. like uh, I think the problem is that it's not it's not as hyper focused as some of the other legendaries are. Yeah, so, that's the thing. Because like, stats, cause, like so looking at it, it's like 120 attack and 150 special attack. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like ah, oh, I can do both, but it's like. Those stats, if it wasn't, it's was only doing one, then you'd probably see it more because that means that other stat would be put into something else. Like, so Galeo, who's got like 130 HP and 130 like attack or whatever. And it's like, yeah, oh, okay, he, you don't like, at that point, you're good anyway. Cause like, you're just more focused in that and way better. Yeah. And you look at something like, way. you look at something like Zacian, right? Um, mm-hmm. like when in his crown form and it, you're, you're talking 170 attack and it's special attacks 80. And so without the, without the, uh, specialization, it kind of hurts it. Um, but I mean, in Gen Four, that this was like the a big deal, so yeah. good for it. It's a big chunk of stats. It's hard to be yeah. upset. Yes. So with uh, so let's go ahead into this team. The team this week is uh, a VGC team. Uh, it was made by Claude Nine uh, for our Puckle Battle Factory tournament, um, and this is the one I believe Coil used to win it all. So we're gonna go ahead and take a look at it. We have. Uh, Dialga, the, the main man, because it's a series 10 or 11. Um, and he is holding the adamant orb, which is the orb. I forget exactly what adamant orb does actually. To it's a boost stats. dragon and steel type moves. Is that all it does? I... Yeah. Uh, 20%. For... So it's 20? a combination of, of a, a, a metal coat and a, uh, oh, cute. Uh, dragon, dragon thing. That's cute. I was like yeah. trying to remember. I was like, oh. and yeah, and in the it... three of like orbs, like, yeah. No, uh, with a lustrous orb and then Grizzius orb. Grizzius orb. They and then eventually both... they just said, yeah. Yep. Just... We're going to have the soul do do this as well. <laughs> yep. Uh, so they do a, uh, they do a really good job, I think, with this, um, because it, it'll work well in a Dynamax because, uh, well, this is 252 HP, 252 special attack, four special defense, because Dialga's already base 90, which is the slowest of most legendaries. So it makes sense for it to do it. Like, I think Groudon's slower, maybe. Uh, maybe, actually. Groudon might be base 90. <laughs> um, and uh, so we're running Flash Cannon, Earth Power, Roar of Time, so you get that big dragon damage and protect on the on the Dialga. We also have what is a really fun uh, tan growth. Like, I think this is really cute, and I really like it. Um, it's a tan growth holding an eject button. So if it gets hit, boop, it comes out and you switch something else in. Um, it has regenerator, which is, yes, you have a tan growth. Um, you, it also has, so the spread is 140 HP, 252 defense, 116 special defense, relaxed nature. It gets rage powder for redirection. So you can force it to get the eject button to, to bounce out. Um, it's got protect because it's VGC. Um, sleep powder because it's a tan growth. And Giga Drain, so it's just like a really budget uh, Amoongus, but it's a lot of fun <laughs> to be able to be like, you Rage Powder, so you focus everything on that slot, Tangrowth gets punched out, and then you can send something in that probably will resist whatever comes in. So that would be a really good way to like burn a turn in terms of like Dynamax or something. And then uh, speaking of redirection, we've got a Togekiss here with a Scope Lens and Super Luck, so you're just trying to go fish for some crits. Uh, with 228 HP, 100 defense, and 100 and 180 speed. 
Or no, that no special defense. My bad. Never mind. Not speed. So you're just a bulky Togekiss here, just trying to be a tank and land some crits to make up for. Uh, well, and, no attack and, investment. and in a Dynamax meta, it can uh, it can max air. It can boost. Anyway. Yeah, it can be a booster mm-hmm. and do stuff and have high damage. You're running a Calm Nature with Dazzling Gleam, Air Slash, Follow Me, and Protect. So you're just kind of there to be either just hitting hitting for that damage, just taking a hit, and just doing just being a fat flying egg. Yes. <laughs> and also on the topic of redirection, we've got a Rotom Wash with Citrus Berry, 188 HP, 4 defense, 20, 252 special attack, 4 special defense, and 60 speed with a modest nature, with Hydro Pump, Thunderbolt, Ally Switch, and Nasty Plot. So again, just Rotom, just got your dual stab, bit of boosting, and then Ally Switch to abuse it and just have redirection fire. Redirection is probably one of, like, stuff. the number one stat, like, Things to have in VGC. Oh yeah, no, the uh, thing this team's got four ways to redirect. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's it's definitely meant as a gimmick, but it, redirection is incredibly important in VGC. It is, and it, you. Cause I think the whole main team thing of this team is like ah, protect Dialga. You protect protect the Lord. <laughs> it really is what it seems like. It's just like pr- protect the tower, like or protect the kingy type thing. You know. Yeah. But uh, speaking of redirection again, uh, we've got another Mon. Speaking of redirection again, we've got our uh, one of our two ice types. We've got Frostlass, which has a uh, timid nature. It's got 248 HP, 8 special attack, and uh, 252 speed. We've got Will-O-Wisp. We've got Taunt. We've got Icy Wind for that speed control. And then we've got Ally Switch. It's got a Focus Sash as well. So uh, you can ally switch in, survive something, and then still be able to try to get something off the next turn. Icy wind. You uh, want all the icy. Well, wind. VGC most likely if you're you're probably taking two hits or something like that, possibly yeah. as well. But it, it lets you take those two hits. Yeah. Yeah, and it lets you uh, if you have like a Zacian or something that's gonna attack your Dialga, you just switch in, take the the thing, bring you down to your scarf, and then you unload on the uh, poor unsuspecting uh, Pokemon. <laughs> you uh, power him to death. Yes. Uh, more realistically, you max Quake, but... Yes. Uh, then we uh, have another uh, Sinnoh Ice type to round out the team. We've got Weavile with a wide lens. That will make sense here in a second. 252 attack, 4 special defense, 252 speed. Uh, fake out is the ability... That, no. It pressures, no the pressures the ability. The ability. Fake, uh, fake the out move. is the first move, and it's a jolly nature. Uh, fake out uh, will help you get that flinch. It's VGC, of course. Uh, triple axle will help you squish anything. Lash out is a dark type attack that deals extra damage if you've had your stats lowered. So if someone's going to memento or uh, parting shot or intimidate, use that. It'll hurt. And then protect because it's VGC. Yeah, protect because it's VGC is absolutely correct. This team was available, I think, for a while, actually, already. But we'll make sure that it's more available this week. Uh, we are going to try to go ahead and give away that shiny Dialga to those of you uh, in the Patreon. So be sure to check that out later this week. We are still giving away the uh, currently the shiny Zacian and the shiny Zamzenta as well throughout the week. So be sure you head over to Patreon.com if you're a patron at the $10 tier or higher to make sure you can claim those. Because I don't think a lot of you have. <laughs> uh, 
people don't realize like i post them and then they're just like when did you do the giveaway i'm like do you not real watch the patreon when i post <laughs> um so be sure you head on over there if you're looking for that uh other than that we are gonna kick it on over to the mailbag it's mail time sending your emails And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on the questions. We were asking you this week what you were excited for for BDSP or if you had it, what you think of it so far. We got some emails from you guys. But before we go on, I want to remind everybody that this segment of the show is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And because of... uh, that if we read an email and we think it's really good, we'll give you the Green Taurus badge if it sparks a good amount of conversation. So let's jump into these emails. The first one this week is going to be from Gliscore Gamer, and I am going to go ahead and read that one. Hello, my puckle friends. Gliscore Gamer here. It's been quite a while since I've written in, but I figured it might be a nice way to voice my opinion once with these new games coming out and all. I'm writing this email on Tuesday, so I don't know anything about the games other than what's been released and the little bit I skimmed over in the Discord spoiler channel, which you should totally join. Some people may not be excited for these games, but I certainly am. This will be my first jaunt through the Sinnoh region, and I it is sure to be brilliant <laughs> with that joke. I'm sure you've guessed that I will be playing through Brilliant Diamond. Everybody is playing through Brilliant Diamond. Like, it is by far, like, I think it's almost as bad as Sword and Shield's disparity between Sword and Shield versions, if not worse. What was it on staff? There's, like, two of us. There, there, no, no, there was, no, you were the only one, I think. No, there was one other person. Well, okay, okay, you're, you're, and, or, it was, it was me, Claude, and Orange. Yeah, okay. you was, okay. Lenny were the only one who got who, the copy who, oh, from, yeah, from Puckle. Yeah, yes, that's okay, what okay. It is. Yeah, well, the yeah, other people playing Pearl. Yeah, it's like, I, I think the disparity is really bad, though, between, I think it's something like crazy high per- diamond percentage versus pearl. At least that in our, I think in our community it is, because I think about, like, it's at least like a, it's like a two to one type of thing, I think. I think they made the problem of making pearl pink, okay? Pearl pink and its mascot, unfortunate. Yeah, I, I don't know that Dialga or Palkia are that exciting, but Palkia is definitely less exciting than Dialga. It's also less like, hey, Dialga's really good, as we just talked about, you yes. know, two weaknesses and a bunch of resistances and, like, yes. main weaknesses being neutral. Oh, what a surprise. But let me continue. Unlike some other Pokemon players, I don't think the art style is that bad. It's not, especially, like, with the—I I forgot to mention this in the topic, but, like, the chibi art style it looked, like, really comical, like, in the leaks and everything, because they were just screenshots. But when I see them moving— it's not that bad because they like they add a little swaying motion to everything, and it just kind of makes it feel better. I don't know how to describe it. It's just better. Honestly, I, after this game, I wouldn't actually be upset if this was much more common for like, hey, like, because I don't care about the Shibby and like Overworld. That's not that bad. I kind of no. like it, honestly. But as long as I have like my full body trainer in battle, which you do, I'm okay with that. I don't. I yeah. would be okay with it for like next gen nine, but I know they probably wouldn't do that. Oh, they're not gonna. They're not going. And to. people will be pissed if they did. It's a little charming in a way. I'm excited to see my favorite Pokemon, Gliscor, in a playthrough for the first time. Uh, and, oh no. <laughs> and some of my other oh, favorite no. Pokemon from Sinnoh, so my team should end up being very cool. I'm hopeful that the battles will provide me a little bit of a challenge. Uh, they actually might. They like added items and stuff. It's really crazy. The gym, yeah, like, I think one of them is, uh, they gave, uh, what's it, Fantina's, like, Gengar a Colber- Colberberry? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yes. 
that yeah. caught a couple of people. In, Ilka, in, in the Ilka did a night. good job with that. Like, good, good on you, Ilka. Also, good on you, Ilka, for bringing Pokemon into the 21st century by putting it in the Unity engine. We'll know everything about this game in four days, and this is not a bug. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, the good thing about the Unity engine is, like, the people who have been, like, doing the data mines, like, ah, oh, yeah, you can literally, like, actually make, like, yeah. ROM hacks with this very easily. And it's like, that is a cool concept. Because imagine a Gen, like, like a Gen 8 mechanics, like, ROM hack on, like, a, like, you yeah. can make, it could be really, they could do some stuff with that. And that's kind of exciting in the future. For people to like redo these and like you could see a you could see a plot platinum rom hack to a degree at least to a degree. I think it's more exciting for the idea of Gen 9 being based in Unity. But I don't know if that's um I don't know if that's an Ilka thing or a Game Freak thing, though. That's the thing. I think part of the reason they brought Ilka in was to probably help them transfer it to Unity. And kind of like how, how I feel like Let's Go happened anyway was that they were trying to move to a new platform of some sort, so they had to test it out. With, they wanted to test it out with something they already had, so they used this opportunity to make Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Kind of like how they used the opportunity when they moved to Switch to make Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee because they already had... They wanted they wanted to make the assets. Yeah, if we mm-hmm. see Legend of Arceus on um, Unity, then I would believe that, but until that, I don't think I will... I wouldn't be as worried about I Legends of Arceus. I want to say yes, but Unity is also, from understanding and hearing things correctly, is a much easier platform to build games on. Yes. So it's kind of a... It's more It's more well-documented, so it's going to be easier. It might be more of Ilka's first time doing something of this level, and they want to like use an easier engine. That could be it, too. It's the thing like... It's the engine that they should use. To be fair, we know we know nothing about the development of Legends of Arceus. I mean, yeah, we know nothing about it at this point. We don't even know who the director is. Like, it's it's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let me continue. Uh, where we where were we? The Ground Underground sounds like it's going to be a blast, and I love how they're implementing some wild area elements into it. That's true. I wish Mega Evolution was coming back, but I always knew that wasn't going to happen. Better than Megas, though, we get ball capsules, which are one of my favorite things in the whole franchise. It's so per- fun to sit around and design the perfect entrance for your team members, and something I absolutely loved in HeartGold Silver. I do wish they would uh, keep that. I think that's like that's like trainer customization, right? So Yeah. I expect this game to be enjoyable and make a lot of people happy, but there's al- but there's always those fans that won't be happy with the game, and they're given one for one reason or another. I know that I'm going to enjoy this spe- experience, and I hope you do too. This is Gliscor Gamer signing off. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that one. The uh, next one is going to be from Kester. Kester, yep. Hi there, Poco co-hosts. Hope all has been well with you, and I hope you are enjoying the new games. Can't wait to return to Sinnoh to wander in the flowery fields of Floroma Town to scale the Mount Corona or to scale Mount Corona and finally participate in contests again. There is so much I'm looking forward to in these games. I just hope my copy arrives on release day. Uh, I've heard a lot of complaints about Pokemon Center. Shipping. I've heard about that actually. Yeah, it's been bad. TBG got got uh, stuck on it too. Yeah, he didn't get his for days. He, well, no, he got his like a day after. I think he has it now. It's like um, I think a couple people who couple people who bought it from Pokemon Center. And it's like, yep, it just hasn't even shipped yet, and they're not replying. Which is uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little worried on those to be honest, which is unfortunate. But yeah, uh, there is, however, one thing I'm looking forward to more than anything else. I never had any friends who played Pokemon when I played through my first game, Platinum, but now I do, and that is what I'm most excited about, sharing the experience with a friend. Best wishes, Kester. Yeah, because, like, we've got a lot of people playing the games, uh, give it a couple days, and we'll probably probably time you listening to so a lot of people will be messing around with some of the online features and stuff mm-hmm. more. I'm kind of excited for the way they implemented Union Room, actually. Union Room looks good, they- 
there's a lot of things they're still working on. I can even tell you like right now because oh yes, there's a, group, there's a group mechanic. As far as I'm aware, there's no way to actually make a group at this time, which is no, like no. I think it's more of like um, it's gonna work like how they have the Union squads on Unite or the Unite squads. I you. imagine, I imagine that you're in this list of people and then you can just join that. I feel yep. like it's supposed to be more of like a friends type thing. Like if your friends, any of your friends, can just pop in this friend room and you'll join in a sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, I hope we do one it for could, Puckle. It'd be great. Yeah. If we, if that is the thing we will do, I assume there's no, like, like, member limit. Uh, There's probably going to be some member limit of some sort, but... I think so, but it'll be unfortunate. It won't be too bad, because, like, we never filled up the Unite Squad, I don't think. No, but we had a couple of them that got spread out throughout, and again, this is, this is more of a Pokemon game, not a, uh, not a, more, I don't say a niche game, but not everyone was playing the MOBA. I was going to realize, we never said anything about the Underground's online functionality. I haven't tried it it's yet, there. so I didn't say oh, it. It's it, it, yeah. and I did. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not what I was hoping, because what I was hoping was you go to someone else's underground, and you can kind of get the exclusives there in your game. But no, what it does is you're just like, hey, I see you in the underground, but we're in our own instance still. It's just like Sword and Shield. Yeah, we can see each other, and we can kind of interact with, like, mines and stuff, and our bases load in, but that's it. Yep. Yeah, like, that sounds right. you will... I will find my national deck stuff, even if you're in Gym 1, but you won't find anything that I see. We've seen yeah. totally different encounters, totally different, like, shining spots in the walls. It's I understand. Yeah, but you can weirdly invite people to mine with you, and you each get a separate grid that's completely different, <laughs> but uh, weirdly, like, the other person's strikes appear but don't do full damage. They just kind of, like, tap. Weird. It's very odd. I don't like it's it. It's very weird. All right, let's get this next one from uh, Trevster, then. Yeah, Trevster. Hello, Shamu, Linian, Thatch, and all of Puckle. Actually, he spelled Thack. Thack. That. Oh, there's no T. He missed the, the second yeah. T. Yeah. Well, but then change your Discord name to T-Hack. 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 T-Hacksor. Um, let's go. Huh. So, <laughs> I'm writing this on Wednesday before the big drop, because I'll probably be too preoccupied with playing slash hanging out in the Discord later this week to write in. Some Pokemon I'm really looking forward to using the playthrough are Donphan, Feraligator, Drapion, Metacham, and maybe Mamoswine. What Pokemon are you looking forward to using the most? Oh, unfortunately, I can tell you right now, two of those are post-game. Yes. Yes. The first, the Donphan and Feraligator are both post-game. Yes. And Mamoswine yep. is, uh, underground only. It's underground only, but, and you can't get in to get to Celestic. The earliest you can get it. No, 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 that's wrong. No, you can get it in the Swamp Biome. Okay. Either yeah. way. I know my list isn't all Gen 4, even things that we didn't have until these remakes, and probably won't be able to get those things till late game anyways, but even if I have to replace any of those things, there are a lot of options, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's new since it appears the Underground will give access to catching Pokemon, giving more options for a playthrough team. Some features I'm looking forward to seeing again are the Poke Radar, Contests, and Underground. One of my favorite things in the Underground was setting a series of throw traps so when someone tried to get to my secret base, they'd be hurled over and over until they're halfway across the map. Throw traps aren't in the game anymore. They they removed the whole trap thing. The only thing secret yeah. bases can do is, like, affect the spawns in the Underground, but that only, like, it's, it's helpful, yeah, but it's not it's even decorated. So it's so dumb. It's a little, it's a little lackluster. And some, some, they did something really well, but they also kind of just, like... They shoved other things in, they just kind of went like, uh, well, here you go, you wanted it, type of thing. Because, like, yeah, the secret bases, you can make one, you can affect spawns, but you can't do anything past that. There's no other decorations other than statues and pedestals, and it's kind of meh. Mm-hmm. Also, with the Poke Radar, they made that thing incredibly hard. It seems to be incredibly, like, they spiked the difficulty heard, on that, too. I heard too. it got easier. 
No. It depends on what you mean by easier. Some of the stuff that, like, the ways that you could have something break, uh, are, are not, are, are, it's harder to break it by accident, but it's harder to, in, to, uh, continue it intentionally, if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Because, like, I have not gotten the chain above four, and it's like, oh, I found the same, po- I found the actual Pokemon, and it's like, a Raider exclusive. Nope, your chain still broke. Like, what? Hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, what, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm missing something, but. Interesting. Like, it's, yeah, it's a little, little rough. There might be some things we don't know yet, but, or it might be just bad luck. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, know they changed decorating your secret base and probably capture the flag too. Completely That's removed not even it. there. Yeah. Yep. But I'm excited there. to see how these features have been updated. The Poker Radar was something I overlooked when the original games came out. Do you think any of you will use it very much? Uh, you need it for hidden abilities. Oh, they added hidden abilities to it. That's, That's the clever. only way to get hidden abilities other than the stuff in Ramada's Park. And the, uh, ability patch. Oh yeah, they have the, yeah, you do have the ability patch, ability capsule, and the battle tower and stuff. You've got the mints. Um, you do have all that stuff. You just, you still have to abuse pickup to get like the extra dawn, dusk, and shiny stones. We found that out yesterday looking into that, which is a little rough, but it's not the yeah. end of the world. Worst case for like moonstones and stuff, you can always do the like compound eyes, thief trick, or whatever you want to use, or frisk, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I did that for my moonstones just yesterday. So, but yeah, like, it's, it's fine. There's, there's still stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still have my old Sinnoh guidebook slash Pokedex I bought when the originals came out. And I'll have to see if there's any relevant info in that old thing. Yeah. Probably I, a lot, actually. I, I saw uh, yes. the image of that. I don't have that one. I have the original, um, Prima guide. That thing has helped out actually quite a bit with certain things. With just like, oh, primarily the Great Marsh layout. Having that whole image there. And looking mm. at, oh, when you see the screenshot, which is also another state, like, flight, uh, improvement, it doesn't automatically cycle. It'll, like, wait for you to press a button before it cycles to the next thing. So you can, like, actually look and see where it is and, like, take a screen cap if you need to. Very nice. Yeah, that is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he'll catch us, late, you guys, uh, later this week in the Discord. Trevster, the late night legend. Yay. We'll do one more today. This one, this last email we've got is gonna be from the Purple Knight. Hello, Puckle Crew. Hope you're all well and enjoying BDSP. I've yet to pick up the, pick it up at the time of writing. Yes, I prefer cart to eShop. And I feel like I covered my general looking forward to in the last email I sent in. So as to not sound repetitive and speculative, I say for certain that there's one thing I'm looking forward to is not emulated in this email. The speed increase. I can't wait to surf and run and faint blissies with today's speed formulas and Pokemon. Not- <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is now. Yeah. Well, it is faithful as well. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is now. Unless that's faithful as well. Insert shutter here. <laughs> it is. Thing, the funny thing is, before the day one patch, which yeah. happened, like, a week early, I guess, like, the week early patch. The day uh, negative was fast. seven patch. Yeah, the, uh, the HP decrease was fast, and that actually kind of affects speed runs in a sense, because then you'd want yeah. to have the physical cart of the game that's not patched to do a speed run, because all those yes. HP bars shooting down. Cause it was insane. How fast that HP bar was, dropped before they that were patch. Very, it very was very fast. No, but this is still better. This is still better than the original Diamond and Pearl. Definitely better, but it's still it's not as not a, a high bar. To be fair, bar it's literally thirty seconds to KO a Blissey and that's in the original HP, games. In original Diamond and Pearl, it's insane. That is all. Again, enjoying your journey through BDSP, and I can't wait to pick up my copy later today. Your Squire, the Purple Knight. Well, thank you for that one. That's all we got today. If you too would like to send us an email, 
next week at PucklePodcast.com. Let us know what you think of BDSP. We'll read it. It'll be a good time. I got to decide if we're going to record that show early or not because next week is American Thanksgiving. But I don't think I have anything going on during our regular recording time. <laughs> so I think we might uh, might still just push to that. So we'll we'll figure it out. Other than that, though, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got going for us. It'll be a good time. It's, but yeah, let us know what you think of BDSP. Green Taurus Bash. Do we think anybody here particularly deserved it? Mm, I don't um, think uh, Glyscore has it. I think Trevster has yeah. it. I think Kester has yeah. it. I think Purple Knight has it. I think they all have it. <laughs> Uh, Trevster doesn't have it, I can tell you that. that oh, was my well, Trevster wrote a good email. He can have it. Yeah, we'll give it to Trevster. I'm done okay, with that. Let me click it. He can have it for another five weeks. <laughs> the last week we give it, it's just an insult. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like... it is. It really is. Good job, guy. Uh, all right. So if you want to, but if you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, the best way to do it is come to our Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, uh, not Reddit. Please don't go to Reddit. Um, our, our Puckle is not a active subreddit that we use. <laughs> um, you can, of course, go over to uh, d- Twitter, though. That's something we use. You can go to Twitter, twitter.com slash Puckle Podcast. You should follow it over there if you haven't already. If you want to be able to vote for which Pokemon we give away during Advent Calendar, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, we have Facebook. We also have Instagram. And we also have Tumblr as well. All of those are in the show notes down below. If you want to help support the show, you can just come out and listen to the podcast like you do now, or you can go to youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast and watch us there. Drop a subscription. You can also go ahead and go over to twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast and watch myself on Tuesdays and other people randomly all over the other place. Um, so definitely check that out while you can. Um, if you want to support the show financially, that you could do so through Twitch with a Twitch Prime subscription, or you could even go ahead and go to Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. Like I said, if you're it, for sure, if you're at the ten dollar tier uh, during the month of December, you will be able to get extra Pokemon literally every single day of uh, up until from December first to December twenty fourth. So that's like twenty four giveaways. Like you're getting your bang for your buck. We usually do four a month. You're getting twenty four. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Yeah, no, it's really true. No, it's just funny. I was like, oh, I guess you. You can uh, get twenty four times your bang. Yeah, yeah, twenty four times four times your bang. Or not 24, it's six times, six times. Um, so, like, it's literally a good time to go become a patron of the Puckle Podcast at patreon.com slash Podcast. But other than that, I think that's everything I usually say. So, I guess I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Shamu. And I've been Linian. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.